0: Well, Pat McNamara in Paris, uh, good afternoon to you.
1: Bonjour de Paris, Jim. Le salai brille here. The sun is shining, skies sky is blue, 21 degrees. I don't think it's that way over there, but anyway, lovely to hear from Scarborough Bay and yourself.
0: Well, we're, yeah. we're here in Tolle, Pat, uh, at the uh, White Gate versus Toller game. Not in Toller in Six Mile Bridge. And, uh, yeah, we're flying it, um, but I don't think it's not. The sun is certainly not shining. Every pull on the ball is a, a splash of water, I'm afraid, Pat. And
1: here hearing the, that. I was looking at the forecast, and I believe that's gone massively one-sided. I've not into you there. Two five to nothing when I heard you last, but it's still around that.
0: It's, uh, yeah. But um, tell us anyway, how are you getting on in Paris?
1: Uh, I'm here with Kira, my daughter Kira, and well-known Scottish sportsman Kean Foley, uh, and we're having an absolute ball here in, 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 in France in Paris. So fantastic last night, all together, Jim. You know, you probably watched it on TV, and it was it was just amazing to be there.
0: Yes, marvellous. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, the excitement. I suppose the, it, it's generally more tense when you're watching it on TV. But tell us what it was like in the stadium with the fans and uh, and the whole yeah. atmosphere there.
1: Well, we headed out to the stadium about almost four hours before the game started just to avoid maybe two-packed trains and that kind of thing. And uh, cause we're staying here quite close to the Eiffel Tower, actually, but only a 10-minute walk from the Eiffel Tower. So we got the train out early, but the whole place was set up outside with stalls for food and drinks and everything else. And the atmosphere built up over the three and four hours with Irish people and South Africans just mingling and uh, plenty of drinks and plenty of banter and chat. And it, just, it was really carnival kind of atmosphere. And uh, I think there was a lot of tension as well, because both sides knew it would be a game that would go down to the absolute wire, which, of course, it did. But a fantastic atmosphere. And uh, there was a massive cheer then. Uh, loads of gendarmes, armed uh, black-dressed black, black police on their black uniforms. Um, was, uh, at one, And it's good to see that from a security point of view. But two uh, guardy were on duty as well. I know they were sent over. And they got a massive cheer wherever they went. It was just so funny. They were shoving their fists up in the air and joining in the fun. So, great had to together, right, Jim, before the game. Absolutely.
0: Yes. And tell me, the the crowd, the, the two sets of fans, obviously got on very well last night, Pat.
1: Yeah. I, I think in rugby, anyway, in general, there there isn't the same issues you might have in, you know, coordination in any sport, but they mingle and, and, and they have fun and banter and chat and uh, uh, a bit of crack. And, again, of course, South Africa were fans were all dressed in their dark bottle kind of green and the Irish people in their green so obviously during the the game South Africa were in the white jerseys but uh, in the stadium Jim, it was just unreal. It said there were 30,000 people officially from Ireland but I think even Johnny Sexton said he thought it was double that. Wright said there could be 40,000, 45,000 Irish people because they just, they were everywhere in the stadium and uh, they sang Fielderat and Rive and Gusto and... Just the game then, of course, was so tense, so nerve-wracking, and uh, we were just, you know, it was a game we always felt we could win, but we always knew at any stage we could lose it with the power of that South African pack, you know, when they were attacking near our line. But our defence was superb, Jim, and I think that's what won us the game
0: in the long run. I know, and I suppose we'll have a chat with you uh, during the week on sports line, you know, maybe getting the the technical side of the rugby and and getting that uh, getting your thoughts on that but um uh, Paris of course, is a lovely place to visit at any time of the year um, with cafes and restaurants and uh, it's a it's a fairly exotic kind of place i suppose
1: I uh, look forward it's, it's a beautiful, beautiful city and there's so much to see and do we've been Wandering around yesterday quite a good... Before we went out to the stadium and went up... for uh, Friday night we went up around the Arc Three... And too far away. How's the people milling around there... And loads of entertainment going on... And just a lovely atmosphere. And Likewise uh, yesterday then we, we... Stopping in cafes and having cappuccinos... And coffees and lovely food and different things. So look at this, it's been magic. And as I said, our hotel is only a 10 minutes walk from the tower. So uh, a lot just here on the banks of the Seine as well. And we went up around... Uh, Oh yes, yesterday then, earlier in the, early on the day, we went up to the rugby centre, which is in the Atlas de la Concorde, one end of the Champs-Élysées, totally devoted to rugby, giant screens, massive shops with rugby uh, paraphernalia and jerseys and tops and all that kind of thing, and uh, food stalls, and there was thousands of people milling around there in various jerseys, mainly Irish and South African, but... Other countries followers were there as well. Fantastic atmosphere there, Jim.
0: Lovely. Well, we have, uh, we're have we covering an extra game this evening, Pat. We're covering Kelelew versus Corral Finn in Tulla at yes, half five. Event, yeah. But um, I, I gathered there were four of the Smith O'Brien's lads over there. So I hope uh, you sent them back in good shape, Pat.
1: Didn't bump into any of them anywhere, but with so many others, uh, if, we, if we did, we'd know them for sure, but didn't see them. Jim, just want to say a compliment station on, I was listening to Leo and... Um, here on Friday night with the minor camogie final. And again now with Kevin today, flying it with his commentary, Kevin and Sean. And now Leo again. So just well done. You're coming across loud Cree- and clear here in Paris. And it's just wonderful to have the station, you know, available to us. Wherever anybody anybody's in the world. And uh, I don't be often too often gone away. But just to, to have it and the, the quality of the commentary and, and the presentation is superb.
0: Lovely. I'll well, thank you, Pat, for that. And we look forward to having you back for our next round. Not sure if there are games next weekend, but uh, certainly in two weeks' time there'll be, there'll be more. There'll be semi-finals and whatnot. Listen, Pat, we, I won't take you any longer from uh, your trip to Paris. Uh, I wish you safe travel uh, this evening on the way home, and we look forward to Absolutely. meeting you during the week.
1: Yeah, I'm not looking forward to getting back to the rain, but certainly looking forward <laughs> to getting back to Scarf and sports line and, 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 and talking about sports again. But uh look uh, yeah, it look at enjoy enjoy the rest of the game there this evening and I hope it clears up for you but uh, we are here at blue skies are in the cloud to be seen, Jim.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh we're 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 envious, Pat. Listen, many thanks and uh, we'll catch <laughs> okay, up with Jim. you during the week.
1: Perfect. Ramila Malgoths.